Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to present you with a tool that I recently created. I was walking on the beach and I was trying to make a decision about an upcoming opportunity. And I was going back and forth, doing the whole pros and cons, looking at the options and saying, what are all the good things about option A? What are all the bad things about option A? What are all the good things about option B? And what are all the bad things about option B? This is this is nothing new to you. You've heard this before. This is kind of one of the tools that were taught early on on how to make a decision. And suddenly I thought, I don't like how I feel when I am trying to put these two ideas against each other, essentially because I think it sets it up to feel like one of the decisions is the quote unquote right decision. And one of the decisions is the wrong decision. And based on all of the training that I've done as a life coach over the last two or three years, I've learned that there aren't really right and wrong decisions so much as there are decisions that you like your reasons for and decisions that you don't like your reasons for. Or another way of saying that is decisions that are made from a place of love and decisions that are made from a place of fear. And so today I want to present you with a new tool or way of making a decision. Rather than creating a pros and cons list, why not try creating a pros and pros list? Stick with me. We're going to explore this idea. So first of all, if you haven't listened to my episode on becoming a decision-making ninja, go back and listen to that. But a quick review is that there's two main things we need to remember whenever we are making a decision in our life, our business, our relationships, and it's these two things. Number one, do I like my reasons for the decision that I'm making? And something to watch out for here is that if you are making a decision from fear or from guilt or obligation, that is not a powerful place to make a decision from because the energy or the emotion behind our action is more powerful in creating our results than the action itself. So the decision isn't really the key factor here. It's the energy behind the decision. The other thing to remember in decision making is to have your own back. So the decision that you are making, do you like your reasons enough that you are willing to support yourself in that decision, whether it goes amazingly or whether it goes south? And the truth is, is that every single decision that we're going to make is going to have things about it that are incredible and that are beneficial and things that are difficult or negative because it's just life. It's the human experience, right? It's half beautiful and awesome and fun and half really hard. And that doesn't change based on the decision that you make. So if you know that either way, the decision is going to have some challenges that come with it, instead of comparing all of the challenges and trying to decide in resistance to or reaction to the hard thing, why not just say, you know what? I know either one is going to be hard. Let's look at what is good about each decision. Let's put these decisions side by side, knowing that either one could be beneficial for me. Either one could be helpful in getting me closer to what I truly want. 
because the decision itself doesn't hold the power. The thoughts and the feelings that we have going into it are the things that are going to create our results. So let's walk through an example here to take this kind of heady concept and make it more practical. As you know, we are in a crazy time in the world right now, and travel is one of the things that I see many, many of my clients debating about right now. Should we go on this family vacation or should we not? Should we get on a plane or should we not? Should we risk getting a negative test result while we're out of the country or should we not? And I myself have been walking through a decision like this recently because my husband is going on a trip and I have an opportunity to go down and join him for a couple of days and we had to make this decision based on all the information that we have. Here's how we did it with using the pros and pros list rather than the pros and cons list. Number one is we just know that either way there are going to be challenges. With either decision that we make, things could go wrong. Things could happen. Things out of our control. Even if we took all the precautions and even if we did all of the perfect planning of timing and testing and all of that, something could still go wrong, right? So that's the baseline. Of course, of course, there's going to be hard things about going and there's going to be hard things about not going. So if we kind of just get that out of the way, now we can actually look at the pros of each decision. The pros for staying home from this trip are we don't have to risk that one of us might get stuck down in Mexico for two weeks. Uh, We get to spend more time with our kids if we stay. Um, If we stay, we have more time to work. Um, (laughs) As you can see, this uh, isn't the choice we ended up making because for us, there weren't too many pros to staying home. So then I thought about the pros to going on this trip. Time away from the kids, time alone with my husband when we haven't had much of that over the last year, an adventure, an opportunity to see a new place, an opportunity to take a break from working so hard. For us, it was very clear when we only look at the good things of both options that what we really wanted and what was aligned with our values was deciding to go on this trip. And the reason we were able to see it so much more clearly is because we weren't comparing the cons of this trip against one another, because either way there are cons, right? And if that's the baseline, then we're not making a choice that's in resistance to something being hard. We're making a choice knowing that either way there may be something that is hard. I want you to try this out. Next time you have a big decision to make, rather than making a pros and cons list, just number one, assume that there are going to be hard things with either choice. And you don't need to consider all the options. You can if you want. You can spend a bunch of time thinking about all the hard things about both options, but how does that make you feel, right? Is that is that the energy that you want to make your decision from? is in resistance to hard things happening when we know that hard things are going to happen either way, no matter what we choose. And then from there, doing the second step of this process, which is to think about the pros and the good aspects of each choice. And as you're evaluating the pros, ask yourself this question, which of these is more aligned with my values? I did a whole episode about values-based goal setting go check that out. This is going to give you a more in-depth dive into this idea. But what I want to propose to you is that living a life aligned with our values is the most powerful way to live. 
if you can look at the list of pros for both decisions and see clearly that one is more aligned with your values, it makes the decision so much easier. The reason that I think this concept is so powerful is because it moves away from this idea of that there's a right choice and a wrong choice. But it also trains our brain how to not fixate on the negative and the problem all of the time. Our brains on their default setting are always going to look for the problem. They're always going to look for the risk factors because our primitive brains are designed to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and be as efficient as possible. That's just how our brain is wired. And so when we're looking at all of the cons and the negatives, we're often using our primitive brain. And it puts us in this fight, flight, or freeze mode when we start tripping over all of the things that could possibly go wrong, that what if kind of mindset. But when we look at the pros, it moves us into our prefrontal cortex. Instead of focusing on avoiding the problem, we go, I know there's going to be a problem and I know whatever the problem is, I can deal with it. I can work through it. I'm always allowed to change my mind after the fact. And when we put that aside, then we can really activate our prefrontal cortex, which helps us make decisions that are going to benefit us, not just in the moment, but in the long run. Decisions that are aligned with our values, with what we feel is our purpose and our calling in life. And it just makes this decision from an abundant place rather than a scarce place. Now, I'm not saying that you can't consider if there's going to be a risk or a challenge that comes with the decision you make. In fact, I think it's good to know about those things and even plan ahead for those things. One of the tools that I use in goal setting with my clients is obstacles and strategies. But I would suggest that it's better to look at what those obstacles are going to be after you make the decision based on the pros. Because then instead of avoiding the challenge and trying to find a way that you will not have to experience a challenge, you make a decision based on the reasons that you like from your pros list, and then you go, okay, of course there's going to be challenges. That's going to be part of either decision. What are the challenges that are going to come? What are the obstacles I anticipate? And how can I prepare myself now so that when they come, I'm not surprised by them, I'm not thrown off by them, I'm able to take them in stride. Another real-life example of this, I decided to go to Mexico to meet up with my husband for a couple of days, and part of the plan is that my my parents were going to come and help me watch the kids for these two weeks while he's away. And what do you know, one of my parents ends up sick. And so they can no longer fly here the day after my husband leaves. But the thing is, is I'm not shaken by this news. I don't feel frustrated or disappointed or shocked. I feel like, oh yeah, this is the part of the story where the decision that we make has a challenge. And now we are working through that challenge and we are coming up with a strategy and a plan. We all know we have to hold our decisions very loosely because we're more aware than ever how out of control we really are. So even when we make the most strategic decision considering all of the factors, we can still end up in a situation that is outside of our control. And the way we respond to that challenge, I believe, will be more powerful when we have made the decision based on the pros and pros, knowing there's going to be challenges in either situation, and then coming up with a strategy for those challenges after making the decision. So I hope that you find this tool helpful, and I would love to hear if you try this sometime. 
I used it with one of my clients the other day and a decision that felt so confusing and difficult for her became very clear when she got rid of the cons and she compared the pros and the pros knowing that either way there was going to be challenges and instead of focusing on trying to avoid the challenges, focusing on choosing something that was most aligned with what she wanted, with what her values are, and with how she wants to show up in the world. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.